Welcome back to another peaceful episode brought to you by us, the one and only two in it, two in it, two, two, two. NAM. Bro, honestly, we've talked so much this past weekend because we had nothing else to do that I don't even blame myself for, uh, you know, these tongue twisters. Yeah, it's okay. Um, we just came back from a trip to San Jacinto Mountains. We went camping over the weekend. We took a fast from technology and pretty much the normal life. We had absolutely no reception, not even Starlink, I know. Boo. But uh, it was quite necessary. And you might think, why the hell is this guy whispering? And I'm not really whispering. I think I'm just talking quietly. I'm feeling the room here. You know? This is a whisper, like right here. You can listen yeah. and hear it, you know? So... Before we jump into anything else, I would just like to say this episode has been sponsored by Exter. Exter is a sick-ass company that sells wallets, men's accessories. I mean, we can call them women's accessories too, I guess. They're more utilitarian. They're more, um, you know, techy. I would say. One of my favorites is the duffel bag that they provide. Definitely Looks one of my favorites. really cool, paired with your own personality on trips and uh, et cetera. Um, yeah, they have cool wallets, sleek looking wallets made out of titanium. Can't go wrong with extra, man. You bust out that wallet, that click that fiber. button, and then all of your credit cards come out and you get to show people how good your credit is. Oh yeah, dude, you just show Ooh. off, man. People are going to be like, what is that? That's an extra wallet. If you want to go ahead and pick one up, use code 2AM to save up to 20% off. And then our second sponsor, which is a new sponsor, actually, mm. if you can see this, Rare Bird Coffee. Mm which is a perizanthine coffee. And if you don't know what perizanthine is, it's just one of the three metabolites of caffeine metabolism. So honestly, like it has saved my ass so many times. Really? The fact that I can drink caffeine at like 5 to 6 p.m. and not have any sleep issues, mm. that's that alone makes it worth it. That's gold. But today I went on a 36-minute nap. And I highly suggest that you never go on naps over 20 minutes because I woke up feeling like I got hit by a truck. Like I couldn't even think properly. And then I had a cup of rare burn, mm. perizanthine coffee, and I was like, oh. Damn. Just got back to well, myself. Uh, you can survive any truck hit at that point. So go ahead and check out <laughs> rare burn and use code 2AM to save. 20% off. Ooh, we love that. Uh, our third sponsor is Vital Red Light. If you haven't heard of Vital Red Light, it's everything you need to have a superior mood no matter what you're in. Uh, get the deepest sleep ever. Recover super quickly. It's helped me actually um, with my physical therapy because I've had a terrible pec. I tore my pec and uh, then later tore my trap. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's helped me a lot actually speed up the recovery. was given the okay today to uh, go ahead and start working out. And oh, really? Yeah. And usually a trap, like a severe um, tear, would give you about mm, three to six months of recovery. So no Sh movement whatsoever. Shout and out was, to those red light wavelengths. Yeah, man. dude. I, I was able to do it within two months and a half. So Wow. Not bad. I'm on that path. And thanks to Vital Red Light. If you want to have superior skin, youthful looking skin, just go ahead and check them out, man. They'll, dude, also, red light is crazy for hair growth. That's all I'm going to say. Have you noticed it. anything? Yeah, and I stopped taking biotin like a million years ago. So, Well, there we go, baby. Yeah. Doesn't uh, get much better than that. Go ahead and check them out. Use code 2AM to save. 
Damn. Oh, and then our last Don't forget, one. forget, dude. Sponsored by these lights. The <laughs> hue of purple just really reminds me of Portal. And which is the portal. The perfect pair with Vital Red Light, honestly. You'll dream like crazy. You'll get the deepest sleep, the most refreshing feeling in the morning. Uh, it tastes phenomenal as well. Yeah. Take that right before bed, 30, mm-hmm. 60 minutes before, mm-hmm. and you will uh, go to sleep like a baby and have some vivid dreams ah, as well. I love it, that. All links in the description below. Make sure you uh, check those out, grab something for yourself, and then uh, support the podcast through that. We love it. Um, yeah, so let's hop right into it. How has your days been since the trip? We went, well, first of all, we went Friday morning. We mm-hmm. came back Sunday afternoon. Correct, yeah. How you been feeling? I've been feeling good. Um, it's very, like, probably the day after the trip, I noticed some lingering effects of just being in nature and staying away from technology. But the tricky thing is that you just get sucked back into it. That's, that's the hard thing. I mean, I think it just depends on what you do, really. It does. I will say this. It's made me more aware of moments where I need to be on my phone to move the needle in some area and moments where I don't need to be on my phone. Mm. I'm very aware of that now. Yeah, you're, you feel a lot more in control and disciplined when it comes to this is a piece of technology. This is not a part of life type of thing, you know? Yeah. Interesting. Um, well, over the weekend, we actually did a lot of activities and it started off with this sudden feeling of, like you were burdened by the feeling of, oh my God, am I going to do this all weekend? There's nothing to do here besides sit and eat, right? True. So we bought about $200 worth of snacks, including cup noodles. I'm sorry. Sorry we had to do that, but a lot of us wanted cup noodles because it was just the easiest thing to make without cleaning any pans or anything like that or any animal fat off of the pans and also to not disturb the bears and not get disturbed by them either. Yeah, we didn't eat the healthiest, (sighs) but we were uh, definitely supplied by a lot of spring waters. Oh, yeah. Dude, everyone was jealous. It was just me and Zade pulling up with Mountain Valley and everyone was like, yep. How many bottles did you bring? (laughs) I brought three. I bought three. I should have brought four. Yeah. I felt like I needed a fourth one. Mm Mm-hmm. But that that was that was so clutch, honestly. I'm surprised we're not even fucking sponsored by them, bro. Dude, you know how but, hard it is to get a sponsorship from Mountain Valley? God, dude, Joe Rogan doesn't even have one. <laughs> Nobody has one. We'll probably honestly we'll probably even hit up uh, the other spring water companies like Castle Rock, yeah. maybe um Cascade. We'll see. But either way, we still we stay well hydrated. Dude. It is honestly like I thought it was placebo at first, but dude, the amount of hydration you get out of just one bottle, undefeated. And there was something special about it because it's mountain valley and we were on a mountain. Mm -hmm. You get it? Beautiful. And then Rare Bird, the commercial that I shot for them. Oh, dude. That little walkthrough. You know what I realized? You hear the birds? I I looked back on the video as I was posting it on on, uh, Instagram and then I'm like rare bird and then i could hear the birds i'm like wow. this man is a genius did yep. you plan that it, it, sort of it, it was it came perfect. out perfect so as you know during fejr time or like early sunrise birds go crazy and I've, I've said this before you know usually when you go on a walk in the morning you'll hear the birds going insane like that's their wake-up time yeah okay and that's when they start their day so then you hear them the most during that time so what i did was i did fiddle with like the audio placement to kind of put them like right when i was looking or Whatever it was, you know, mm-hmm. like perfectly timed. But there were multiple bird noises. 
So I was like, dude, this is awesome. And it was you know? subtle too. It wasn't and crazy. Guess what? On that high of altitude, you get some rare birds. Oh, you do? Yeah. So that's my my whole brain was just working like rare birds. Interesting. Huh? Okay. What was that? Okay. We have to start like there's so many angles we can take this from. Mm. What was that thing where, so you woke up at like what, five in the morning because you just couldn't sleep. <laughs> I so remember this. by the way, the both of us didn't bring pillows. I used like two sweaters to, to prop oh my head up. God, dude. I used but, my bag. <laughs> you were, you can explain how you were sleeping on this like big ass rock and like oh it was super uncomfortable. It was terrible, dude. I, uh, I remember, first of all, never rely on anyone to bring you things. Okay. No. So one of my friends was like, yeah, dude, I got like six sleeping bags. I'm like, dope. Okay, so I don't need to pick one up. Tell me now because I'm at Walmart. And he's like, no, he's like, no, no, I got you guys covered. All right, dope. Brings everyone a sleeping bag and then brings me the tiniest, slimmest, thinnest sleeping bag you can ever. Like, dude, I've had a thicker blanket than that, (laughs) right? And uh, mind you, we're sleeping on rocks with tarp on it and it's called a tent. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's camping. I mean, All right. it comes with the territory. So there's going to be rocks everywhere. As I'm already uncomfortable, I manage to go to sleep. Okay. And then I wake up with this painful thing in my freaking ribs, dude. I'm like, what the hell? And as I move, I put my hand on it and it's a rock. It's a big ass yeah. rock too. And that's this, this goes to show you how thin <laughs> this sleeping bag was. All right, I might as well just put on a freaking uh, trash bag and just went to sleep, you know? <laughs> So you woke up basically. Like yeah, just I woke up and I was just like, you know what? I'm oversleeping at this point. Let me just enjoy this. I barely do this anyway. So at that point it was like 4.50 a.m. Mm-hmm. I get up and by 5.30, that's when you woke up. Okay. Please, Zade, tell, please tell him what I did. Yeah. Zade wakes up and he's like, morning boy. <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah, dude, what's up? You know, I'm like grabbing my camera and doing all this stuff. So I was about to shoot the rare bird video video and, um, and he, he just hands me this jar and he's, and it's like the no BS toothpaste. So shout out to Bowtide Gator on Twitter. Awesome dude. Um, but he has this company that, uh, it, it's basically toothpaste and it's knobs for short. Mm-hmm. But it, the reason why it's such great toothpaste is because it comes with uh, something called hydroxyapatite, which is actually what makes up your enamel mm-hmm. of, of, of your teeth. So we basically brush our teeth, our teeth with that. It's a little tablet. You throw it into your mouth and then just brush your teeth. Yeah, it's perfect for like outdoors, honestly. But anyway, he hands it to me and he's just like, yo, just fill it around your mouth. Good to go. I'm like, dope, bro. And then he just continues up the ladder <laughs> on, on the other tent on top of the Jeep and then just sleeps. And I'm like, what the hell was that? Like he just, just woke, woke up, up to give me toothpaste and just goes to sleep, right? So I'm like, all right, dope. So I get shooting like my video and stuff. That was actually pretty funny because it was like in my head, I'm like, why'd you wake up? What you is know? wrong with like, this yeah, guy? Like, dude, at least enjoy the morning. God damn it. Yeah. Um, I could have got, I, I, I could have got, I got a nice like hour and a half sleeping, but yeah, I should have just stayed up to be honest. Bro, that was so funny when Obi woke up. Obi what? woke up and he was like, mm, good morning. He's like, what time is it? And I'm like, it's 7 a.m. He's like, seven? I thought it was noon. I don't. <laughs> we all thought it was noon, honestly. <laughs> Bro, that's how hot the sun was. Just came in hot kicking, dude. Yeah, and I will tell you there's something special about the morning in the woods. Yeah. And we were out there. Mm-hmm. Like, we went deep in. There were still quite a few people who were, uh, you know, just camping like us, but... Something special about when the sun comes up on that, Dude. On that mountainside. 
unbelievable feeling. But besides that, I think the weekend was great. Uh, it was funny because we kept circulating. So our setup here, let me just explain it real quick. We had a Jeep with a tent on top, okay, of the roof. And the back of the truck, that's where we had our, like, washing station, so, like, water and then um, our drinking water as well. Mm-hmm. And then we had a uh, gazelle tent. So that's one of those tents that you could just, like, sit in. And uh, it's opened all around, pretty much. Really cool. Yeah, really cool tent. They're easy to set up. Dude, the easiest tent I've ever had, like, set up. It's like a five-second setup. Dude, literally just expand it, pull the lever. That's it. Done. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. Um, after that, we kind of went to, uh, what was it? Oh, the main setup was the tent in the middle. Mm-hmm. That's, like, where we all slept. It's a... Uh, 12-person tent. tent. That's pretty crazy, honestly. It's like an entire mansion for us. Yeah, so everybody was, like, well-separated. It was five of us, by the way. But uh, other than that, we had a hammock corner by the trees. So that was our, like, cool-off station, I would call it. Mm -hmm. And we had snacks distributed in both cars. (laughs) So we had the Xterra and the Jeep. And the Jeep was held, I think, the, the prestigious snacks. Like it the, did, yeah. Like the Snickers and the <laughs> the cream pies. What's crazy is that what you were talking about earlier, like cycling in between those little stations, is that you would go into the sun, mm-hmm. and it's generally not that hot, but mm-hmm. because you're at such a high altitude, you're closer to the sun. So what, 10 to 15 minutes of being in the sun and you're like burning, basically. You're burning, yeah. Like our necks were tingling because we're like, dude, we're sunburned. Yeah, I had a sunburn. Yeah. Out of, out of all people, me. Yeah. So then after that 10 to 15 minutes in the sun, we would go to the hammocks where the shade is. And because it's very cool. Again, it's high 15, altitude. Yeah. 10 to 15 minutes after that, we you're were too cold. Dude, <laughs> and we shivering. did that for like eight to 10 hours. Exactly. And when we get bored of that, we just go hit up the snacks, you know? So that was cool. Yeah. We also did like throwing knives and things like that on uh, tree trunks. That was fun. That was, that was super fun. Just um, like... It's like some proper man activities, you know? Dude, see, this is what I'm trying to say, is that the first three hours we were hit by an overwhelming feeling of, man, I really don't have a phone. Like, I'm you, you don't realize how much you're used to just hopping on your phone to do any bored activity real quick. Yeah, that's, that's what I want to talk about in depth, too. Yeah. So keep going on that. Is that it, it was like you endlessly swipe. You don't realize this, and you're disciplined on, on that. It's kind of like subconscious now. Mm-hmm. You just subconsciously like open up Instagram. We check this. We check that until someone says something, or until you have to do something else. But with this, you had zero phones. So you couldn't even communicate with anyone. Not a significant other. Not your loved one. No not, signal not, whatsoever. Nothing, yeah. dude. Not work. Right. So we had Obi like making deals for his dealership, and then <laughs> his like, I don't even his know partner just had to do that. He has no idea what's happening anymore. Mm-hmm. So he's fully disconnected, and that's the key word here: disconnection. Yeah. Really. Puts it in, puts your mind into perspective on how to be entertaining without this. Mm-hmm. Here's the biggest insight I've gained from that: just disconnecting from the phone and overall technology. I did not realize how long an entire day is without any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. It feels like I, I'm t- like I'll tell you this: the two days that we spent there felt like a week. Mm-hmm. Almost. Almost felt like a week. And that is the most tragic thing in my mind when we go back into normal society with all of our tech is that we don't, we always say that time passes by so quickly. But it doesn't. But that's because we're so distracted. It's because we're shit. taking the blessing out of the things we do. So yeah. nothing is really blessed to, you know, the ways of human nature. Mm-hmm. 
That's I dude. I remember I was just like happy that my mind was going insane because then you had to figure out what to do. And that's when we come up with games like, you know, throwing knives. Who the hell thought? Oh, let me go hatchet some some branches so we can like burn firewood at night. Yeah. You get very creative. Right? So we took like four times that day to just individually go out and just like be like, oh, that's a cool stick. That's a cool stick. Oh, look at this patch. Oh my God. I didn't realize this tree trunk. Let's burn that. Yeah. Right. So you're just looking forward to the nighttime. It was really hunter gatherer. Yeah. The only thing we didn't do was hunt or food. Yeah. We had some food prepared. So, so that let's go through it like, um, linear, linearly. So Friday, what, what happened? What did we do Friday? Friday, the first thing we did was we set up our stations. So we set up like the water station so to wash our hands and whatnot. Mm-hmm. We set up the toilet and then we set up the major tent so we know where to sleep at night because at night you realize there's no light. Yeah. And you're just going to have to like raise a flashlight every time you want to do something. So it's like it's not really ideal. You have mm-hmm. to do everything during the day. That was cool. So once we set up everything, we set up the hammocks, then we got to eating. We were like immediately just like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so there's like, nothing to do. Yeah, let's ravaging just eat. The, the food. We were just like, mm-hmm. oh my God. And then like you start realizing, dude, we might run out of food if we keep eating. <laughs> we have to save this. We right? have to ration. So now you're sacrificing. No. So we're rationing. You're thinking of others. Like, and then we sit down and we all just go, ah, nature, ah, la, la, la. I've been mm-hmm. waiting for this. Finally disconnect from everything in the world. Yeah. 15 minutes later, we're all like, all right, what do we do now? You know? <laughs> like, wait, wait, like, not- like you're just uh, like you're just used to like every moment where you go, what do I do now? That's the moment where you typically would go on your phone, mm-hmm. you just be like, um, all right, let me do. Oh my god, some guy commented, ah, you know, yeah. And then everybody kept asking, what time is it? What time is it? And it would feel like an hour passed by, but it was only ten minutes. <laughs> It's, it's amazing. It's amazing, dude. And the thing is, like, nature is, especially where we were, if you go deep into the woods, it's so mesmerizing. Like, it's such a new environment, and you feel so at peace that you can spend hours just staring at trees and, like, birds and animals and all sorts of different things. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what really carried us throughout the, the trip. And, and it really didn't feel like none of us wanted to go on our phones. Mm-hmm. We had after no some, desire. After, after some time. After some time, yeah. Because we all had that itch. Mm-hmm. You know, let's, let's call it that nicotine ish, whatever. Yeah. Where you're just so used to it and it's no longer a thing. So you're like, why is it even in my pocket at this point? I know for me, it was just so, so I could take pictures real quickly. Exactly. Yeah. But why is it even here? Let me just, I saw most phones were just like in the tent, like somewhere else on the track. I left mine in the Jeep most of the time. In the car, you know. Like, there's no point. There's literally no reception. The only way to get reception is to hike with all of your might <laughs> across rocks. Incline to, this crazy. To get LTE, not even 5G. Like, you were just, like, like half a bar, bro. And it would barely even send a text message. Yeah, it wasn't consistent. It wasn't consistent. Yeah. So, think of that. For the most part, you were like, mm, screw that, you know? Especially if whatever. You could only use it for SOS or like, you know, significant others. Just like, how's everything? Great. That's mm-hmm. it. That's the only text you're getting. Yeah. And then Friday, you were the first one to take a shit, right? Uh, yeah, actually. We had an amazing setup, dude. I'm not going to lie. Dude. We had this this little box that would basically like a... Uh, it was an outdoor type of toilet. Yeah. And then you'd put a trash bag in it. And then they'd, we'd, they also had packages of like this formula that you'd basically put inside the bag before you took yeah. the wrap. And that would just completely remove the smell. Yeah. 
So you just tie up the bag, replace the bag, and you're good to go. Um, I know it would clutch. be so enjoyable. Yeah, that was clutch. I because the thing is, everyone fears this. It's like the public crapping. Okay, <laughs> when that takes place, you usually just hold it in the whole weekend, right? Mm-hmm. But this made it really comfortable. I forgot what the hell the brand was, but it's yeah. a collapsible toilet, pretty much. Very pretty clutch. Cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Besides that, I think uh, just entertaining each other. I think what I realized first was that people started asking questions like, Oh, tell us horror stories. Oh, what, you know, (laughs) Oh, have you guys ever done this or whatever it is, but we're talking to each other, which is something we don't normally do unless it lasts five, 10, 15 minutes on a normal day, you know, with our phones existing. It was kind of like we had a podcast set up just because of the other factors involved. But without any mics or anything like that. Exactly. We, we get into those type of conversations. Yeah. And ultimately, I think that's why we called it, or you called, you came up with the 2AM podcast just yeah. to emulate that type of situation, right? That's exactly what it is. Yeah. It's to really leave everything and just talk. Mm-hmm. Because you don't know how deep it can, it can get. Mm-hmm. And it did get pretty deep at some points. Yeah. So Friday was mostly like setting up and then just getting used to the environment. And then at night when we stoked up the fire, which shout out to Mo, by the way, amazing fire, very like the biggest campfire I've seen. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Mo. I let the first fire, bro. Did you? Yeah, it was me. The first one. Oh, <laughs> then the, my bad. My yeah, bad. Yeah. And I then swear to God, I thought I, he once set I up. set up the example, then Mo copied, you know, ah, God, dude, sneaky Mo. But, uh, so we get through the, the discussions and all of a sudden then we're like, okay, I can't wait to look at the stars. Mm-hmm. Stars weren't amazing. I mean, there was a little bit of cloud cover, uh, unfortunately, but there was a point where we all thought we saw UFOs. Bro, there was no way that wasn't. I, I still, to this day, I did some research. I think they are Starlink satellites. Dude, if they are, that's pretty amazing that they can move simultaneously that speed. Yeah, just go ahead and explain it to them because that was pretty trippy. So what happened was we were all looking at the sky like on and off, you know, and then the fire is going. So we just look at the fire and look at the sky, look at the fire, look at the sky. And then as we're talking, suddenly our friend Bus just goes, oh, dude, what the hell is that? What the hell is that? Oh, my God, do you guys see that? And we're like looking and I swear to God, we see four dots moving. They're perfectly separated. Perfectly. Perfectly. Okay. Moving at insane speeds across the sky and we were like that has to be ufos now any other situation we would have just looked it up but we had no phone so we had to so we were just like oh my god that was definitely aliens you know bob lazar bob lazar is out here um and i think what what really caused us to think like that was the fact that it was moving insanely fast and it was, you could see that it was high up there. So it was mm-hmm. high into the atmosphere. They're just, they look like stars, just like the yeah. stars we're seeing, except the stars are moving. Yeah. And the thing that made me think it was like, uh, like a UFO situation is that you, you usually see individual satellites in the sky that are around the same distance and the same speed, but they would always be solo. You would always see one satellite by itself crossing the sky. Yeah. But not four and perfectly separated right after one another and then it's just yeah. moving at the same speed it's like one bar of light just i don't know it's crazy now i understand why people aren't able to get great video of ufos mm. because if you actually think it's a ufo you're so shocked by it that you don't have time to get your phone and your camera and all that yeah and you got it on video a little bit but yeah i did 
I can probably maybe post it if I can, if it's clear enough. <laughs> you just see, you yeah. see like four triangles side by side. Dude, it was uh, pretty crazy. But yeah. even if it wasn't UFOs. Good experience. Good experience. Plus we had fun just going, oh my God, oh my God, look. You know, because mm-hmm. it was like a, a collaboration of everyone feeling the same moment. Like, yeah, that was cool. Very. But uh, it really refreshed everything. Now, when I came back, I was so aware. I was even making the joke. I was like, oh, we're already plugged into the Matrix. Huh? Since we came down from the mountain, everyone's like on their phone texting. We went to Broken Yoke. Yeah. That was funny. Like, yeah. I was just like, oh, wow, gentlemen, everyone's on their phone. I was like, shut the hell up, dude. Back in the Matrix, huh? That does work. We're going to use that from now on. What? If anyone's on their phone for a good amount of time and they're ignoring, like, yeah. the general like, environment. Oh, you're we... plugged into the Matrix right now, huh? Nobody oh, talks yeah. to this guy. <laughs> Let me just unplug him. So that was pretty funny. Um, but I, I saw that I was extremely aware of my usage now. Yeah, biggest benefit. Yeah. That's the coolest part. And then second thing is the amount of movement we did got me used to moving so much. Isn't that that crazy? That if I sit still at my desk, I literally go insane if it's more than 15 minutes. Yeah. I looked at my walking stats on Aura. I'm like, I barely even felt like I moved, but it turns out like 20,000 steps. Yeah, exactly. 15,000 minimum. Mm -hmm. So I was like, dude, I got to keep that up. On a lazy day, it was 10. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I am back to basically doing three mile walks in the morning. Good. I already start the day off at like 10,800 steps. Yeah. It's beautiful. Uh, and I need to do that every day. And I feel like I need to. It's just wired in my head now mm-hmm. that I, it feels amazing when you do Helps so. you think more clearly. Too. Yeah. And guess what? When you walk, you're hitting the sun too. So. Knock out multiple at once. Multiple at once. And then you're hungrier. You eat better. You eat full meals. Like you're just whole rounded. And that's mm-hmm. another thing that we talked about was being a whole rounded man. That's what it makes you feel like. Right. We set up the fire. We cooked. Yeah. Um, we provided for everybody. We cleaned up. Like we, we took a crap in the wild. We took group pisses. <laughs> that was like, just everyone went to the random yeah, places. Like, right. You know, it was cool. Like mm-hmm. it's just, this is your playground right now. And it's almost feels like forever. Yeah. Completely no, I unplugged. I can't imagine a week now because we might do it for a week and that's going to be, that's going to feel like a month. Hefty. Yeah. Yeah, but one thing I did want no to talk showering, about. No showering? Unless we have a shower, but a portal shower. I mean, who cares? Do you really need to shower if you stay on top of, like, other things, mm. other parts of your hygiene? Not really, no. Unless you're fat, you might have, like, you know, <laughs> some other problems. Like Unless chafing. you're obese. <laughs> chafing, chafing in some areas, dude. God. Yeah. Um, one thing I did want to talk about is the silence Ooh. that you would experience out there. And the darkness. Yeah. And the darkness is, is a form of silence. It is. For the that's eyes. A, that's a great point. The, I mean, the way I can describe the silence is nothing short of just, first of all, it it makes you feel at peace. And it's not something that can be replicated in the city or in the suburbs. Mm. Like you have a certain amount of silence in the suburbs if you're in a neighborhood, but this type of silence is like, you you can genuinely hear the hum of the earth. That's insane. Because when I was sleeping, it was silent, completely silent, right? It was so silent, I can hear the wind coming from tens of miles away. That was cool, too. Right? Yeah. You heard it. Yeah. It was, it was just, you were just here. We would hear it when we were at the top, when we hiked. And then it would come through. The sound. 
And then by the time the sound passes, that's when the breeze comes. Mm-hmm. So you're like, whoa, how am I hearing this for like straight five minutes? Yeah. And then the breeze rolls around. That was crazy. I'm convinced it's the most effective form of therapy out there. Mm-hmm. Talk Absolutely. therapy and whatever else, other modalities that are available doesn't compare. Dude, absolutely. And that's what we, what we were talking about the most is like how therapeutic this is. Everyone's like, dude, I feel great. I don't care. Like I slept three hours and 40 minutes the first day. That's like around I, the same, yeah. Yeah. And this, the next day I was like fully energized and I, I just like napped on the hammock or whatever. And then it was fine. Mm-hmm. And I felt completely alive. Yeah. Like so aware. And it was just dope. Um, what else? The darkness. Mm-hmm. The darkness was another thing. I know we kept making the joke like, oh my God, is that a bear? Is that a bear? Is that a bit? So just to get people. And then nobody fell for it. And I, then I realized like, if we keep saying this, it's like the boy, the boy who cried wolf. Sometimes eventually yeah, it'll like, happen. Whatever. And I swear it's a bear, bro. It's a, you know, and it's like really a bear, but yeah. nobody's going, ah, I don't care. Someone nah. gets mauled by it. But, uh, uh, there was a point where I woke up in the middle of my sleep in the tent because the wind picked up, but I didn't know it was the wind yet. It was <laughs> just like, when you explained this, dude, the tent literally caved in on my side. I'm sitting at the end of the tent. Everybody's in, in the middle. So I just hear, and then the, the thing caves in as I wake up and I'm just like, I literally, whoa, <laughs> karate, like I'm chop. Just karate chop this thing, you know? And I was like, what the hell is that? I didn't think it was the wind. I was just like, what the hell is that? Mm-hmm. So then I look out and I'm like, oh, there's nothing here. But it's completely black. Well, at least you know you so have those like, reflexes, bro. Yeah. Dude, Bust was, out the Jackie Chan, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, dude. But um, it was pretty, it was pretty fun. It was a cool experience in that sense that you can't really see unless you have a flashlight. Unless the fire's going, you can only see in that kind of corner. Mm-hmm. And it gets creepy too. Mm-hmm. You, you're aware of like the imminent danger, the potential danger. Yeah. Whether it's mountain lions, bears, something like that. Dude, seriously, everybody would seriously, like every once in a while, would just go, what the hell is that sound? And everyone would just like quiet down. What is that? And you'd hear like, and you're like, oh my God. What? Oh, it's just the people over there. <laughs> it was like a people a mile away. And we were like, oh, just them. So that was fun. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think the... The best thing is when I get back here, my routine has completely, like my perspective on my routine has changed. Mm-hmm. My energy's back. I don't know if that has something to do with like taking some time off or is it actually being disconnected? And I think all of it, the above, it's heavily being disconnected. I don't realize how much I use my phone until I was there. Mm-hmm. Even if I limited it. Now I have limits on my apps, like social media and stuff. But even then I'm like a full disconnect does wonders for you. It really puts it into perspective how much you're actually using your phone or how much you're thinking about it. Yeah. Because just because you're not using it, you're using it up here. Mm-hmm. Like you're like, uh, my phone, uh, my phone. But there's a cut, there comes a time when you're on that break where you just completely forget about it. Mm-hmm. And you realize like if you have a, a following on social media or if you like to post on social media and keep up with that, nothing's going to happen. You're not going to lose fucking followers. You're not going to like, your account's not going to be deleted because you, you were inactive for two days. Mm-hmm. That's the funny thing. It's like we, we hold on to this, this addiction and level of consistency so much with technology that we feel like we're going to lose it, mm-hmm. but we're not. It, it actually, it's going to make you better because people are going to miss you more. So that was another interesting thing. It puts it uh, into, you know, the, the real aspect is like, where do you matter? 
because you obviously don't matter on social media. Mm-hmm. You know, you could have like, you know, some affiliation with some companies, whatever you owe them work. But at the end of the day, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not real down yeah. to laws of human nature, you know? And that's where you start feeling like, dude, I'm a human being. Like I need to reconnect with myself as if you haven't connected with yourself, which is kind of stupid to say, but it really, this really sucks you out of you. Mm. Like it's so disastrous in my mind and it's become more and more, um, true. The more I think about it. Yeah. And connecting with yourself is ultimately connecting with nature because mm-hmm. you're, you're a part of nature. So I think it's extremely valuable for not only us, but everybody else to just go out and like camp yeah. more often. And it, especially in our area, I know some people might not have the privilege to go out to like the woods or whatever, but we're pretty damn close to a lot of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like it's I mean, an hour and a half drive. We live on like three planes, but like, dude, look, if you think about a human being, it's, there is three planes that we live on and it's the spirit. It's like the logic and uh, literate. And then it's the physical. Mm-hmm. So these are like three separate things that you can, that make up a human. And I think the self relies on the spirit mostly. And when you're in nature, all of those are integrated. Yeah. Bob Proctor said it the best, I think, because he said, he's like, who am I? Okay. I am Bob Proctor. No, I'm not. Those are just two names my parents gave me. Mm. Right. Who are you? When my, when I call in sick to work, do I just call in and be like, body is sick today? (laughs) No, you go, I am sick today. Well, take I am like you, you know, like it's, it's true. Who is me? Who is the self? And the self is the spirit. And you're That's not I either. And you're, you're in, you're occupying the body, basically. You're in yeah. it. That's why he says there's this physical and there's a spirit. Mm-hmm. Those are two separate things. And the way you manifest things is through spirit. So that means you take out from the physical brain, the spirit of thoughts, I guess, that come in and tell you like negativity. You have the choice to dump those out. Detach, yeah. Detach from that. And that's really what trips like this do is it really brings you back to baseline of yourself. Mm-hmm. And I love that, man. It feels so good. It feels zenful. Dude, you're, you're peak. You're on cloud nine mm. of Zen, but um, I'm trying to think of what else. I noticed one other thing, like being in front of a, a campfire mm-hmm. that hits different, especially for sleep. And that makes sense because of the red light coming for that. You saw our sleep the next day on our auras. Yeah. It's per- amazing. I, I woke, that was probably like one of the f- few days where I woke up like truly, truly refreshed. Even like I have great sleep most nights, but that just hit different. That was drooling sleep. Like, oh, I was yeah. drooling, bro. I'm like, damn, I woke up like, damn. You're like <laughs> 94 sleep. What is going on here? You know, <laughs> almost a perfect hundred. Yeah. That and then you wake happens. up and the sun is out. You're like, yes, mm. this is what I need. It's exactly what we need. And you're like, dude, what? Is there any more Snickers left? Like, you're just like, that's the last thing we have from home. Next time we'll do a trip where none of that bullshit's there. Yeah. Yeah. We need uh, more eggs for but sure. Hey, more. Sometimes you got to live, you know? It's cool. It's cool knowing that I haven't had junk in like over a year and a half. And then all of a sudden I'm just eating junk for a weekend. <laughs> Give me those chips. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, it's complete moderation, man. But what else? Anything else? I think that's uh, 
kind of it for like the story of what happened there. But I would just like to say that everyone deserves a disconnect. And I think it's absolutely necessary for your health. Yeah. And your health really starts with your mental. So work on your mental health every once in a while, but taking a break into nature, forgetting your phone at the hotel, leaving it somewhere else, you know. And if you want pictures, take a camera. The camera is its own separate entity. It's meant for one thing, to take photos and look at them later. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't know, man. It's just, it was so enjoyable. I know it was hell the first, like, two hours because we're just used to being on social media, scrolling, opening the, uh, the app and seeing it work, but it wasn't working. So then you just forget your phone all of a sudden after yeah. a couple hours. And it tests your creativity. So you become a child again, you know. When you leave a child in a room to be bored, that's when they come up with the most crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. They start playing with their action figures, having imaginations, like, and it just widens all of that. And they become the entertainment machine. And it's great news for people who feel like they can't get rid of their technology, social media addiction, because once you're out, out there and you get over that, you know, one to two hour hump, there's genuinely no desire to get on that stuff. Mm. And that's where you get to tap into like true presence and like flow state and all of those great qualities that a lot of us seek. Mm. A lot of us don't know that we seek those things, but that's really what we're trying to find. So it, it's yeah, an amazing way you're, to do that. It's like you're more mature with your usage now, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I remember the first thing I did, I was, I was only using iMessage and I felt guilty if I was using something else. Yeah, I true. didn't want to check my likes, my followers or whatever. But what's funny is that, you know how you're worried about like, oh my God, my social media, you're right. Mm-hmm. I gained 10 followers. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> so I was like, what? I didn't even post anything. It's counterintuitive. <laughs> so you're like, what am I tripping about? Well, who cares? You know? Oh, let's talk about the hike too. I do want to talk about that. How'd you feel about the hike? The first one? Just I mean, the, the, the incline. Oh, dude, I went on it four crazy times. Crazy view. I went on it four times. So it was like... Four? Yeah, dude. Once in the morning by myself. And then... This guy. And then me, you, and Obi. Yeah. And then me and Bus. Because we went down to bring them back up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that was cool. Um, Sitting on top of that rock and then just seeing the entire landscape. Bro, you, you realize how small we you We were on the third tallest part of the mountain. Yeah. So everything else was beneath us and looked really tiny. So it was almost like an airplane view, but you're standing still. And it's so sick to the point where you start seeing these cool looking birds that you've never seen in your life. That was one of the best. And they're playing with each other. Like straight up, like they're like little missiles, dude. Little fighter jets. Yeah. They would make these insane maneuvers and they would hit each other Mm midair and somehow like. They're playing. Yeah. They're playing, man. That was the sickest thing. And then seeing every single tree like this big, just thousands of trees just like right one after the other it looked like a painted landscape too and it was it wasn't like you were looking at it from top to bottom it was just it was literally a portrait coming up Mm -hmm. you're on the highest part and you can tell like on our right there's like rocks that shaped caves and whatnot that are hard to get to and it's probably super dangerous but we were pretty up there and as soon as we got there i remember we laid for like 30 minutes Mm-hmm. took our shirts off and we were just like, dude, the sun's right here. We're yeah. on this rock. Let's I don't care nap. how good VR gets. I don't care about this Apple Vision Pro shit. They will never be able to repu- replicate that to the T. Yeah. Never. And then Apple Vision Pro, that goes against everything we just said, bro. You're supposed <laughs> to disconnect. No, let's not connect, connect further. Basically <sighs> tap into the matrix even further. I feel like there's going to be many years of people complaining about depression forever. Oh, that's the cost, you know. 
It's the gospel. If you want to live happier, follow me on Instagram at the 2AM podcast. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know what my doctor happy. I mean, Dr. Happy. my name does mean happiness. Does it actually? Yeah, it means happy. Oh, wow. Didn't know that. Interesting. I got to live up to it. So I got to find uh, and tackle the depression. That means we just got to go camping more. Exactly. And what better way to start at the stew, the 2AM podcast. Hopefully you have enjoyed this episode. I know we have, but we've enjoyed the trip and the experience to really bring this episode to, to begin with. Yeah. Um, we posted a bunch of photos online. So if you want, go ahead and check those out. Uh, if you follow the 2AM podcast, you can follow us individually from there, which would be cool. Um, any last words? Check out our sponsors. Uh, links in the description and make sure to go camping more. Yes, sir. And we're going to leave you off here. Until next time, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. Peace. Later.